This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 17th of January. In your Squiz today, a former Afghan MP is killed, Nepal mourns, shopping up a storm and a win for clutter lovers. This is your Squiz today. Mersul Nabizada was a former Afghan politician in the national government that existed before the Taliban took over in August 2021. And yesterday it was confirmed that she was shot dead in her home in Kabul, along with one of her bodyguards. Her brother and a second guard were also injured, but the identity of the perpetrator and their motive aren't known yet, Claire. Yeah, so investigators say that they're still investigating. Uh, she was a member of Afghanistan's parliament. She was a elected to that US-backed national government in 2018. And she was one of very few female MPs who remained in the country after that takeover by the Taliban. Uh, So there's a couple of reasons why her death at 32 years old is getting some attention. Uh, Nabazada is the first politician from the previous administration to be killed in Kabul, which is the capital of Afghanistan since the Taliban's return. Uh, And the second, of course, is what it says about women's safety in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's right. Most female MPs fled Afghanistan to avoid becoming the targets of violence. But a former colleague says Nabizada was offered the chance to leave but chose to stay and fight for her people. But for most of the 20 million Afghan women who remain there, they've had to adapt to the Taliban's strict rules. Yeah, and despite the Taliban promising to treat all women well, uh, they have had to wear head-to-toe coverings in public. Uh, Where women can go is restricted. Uh, They've been banned from education, uh, public sector work and also sport. And that really is just the start of things about how women's lives are very difficult there. Another promise the Taliban hasn't made good on yet is to make the country safe and end the terror attacks that have killed thousands of Afghan civilians in recent years too. Last week, there was a deadly explosion at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Kabul that experts say is just one sign of the volatile situation. Claire, Nepal's PM Pushpa Kamal Dahal has declared a national day of mourning as more details come to light about the plane crash that killed at least 68 people. And that includes young Sydney man Myron William Love. And some were holding out hope for the remaining four people who were on board, but authorities say that it's unlikely that any of the 72 passengers and crew survived that flight that was going from Kathmandu to the tourist town of Pokhara. Uh, That was a Yeti Airlines flight. And some experts believe that the pilots lost control of the aircraft. They've had an opportunity to have a look at the footage 
damage, uh, but the cause of that incident is still under investigation. Uh, there are videos of the plane just rolling very sharply before it plummeted, uh, and there have been plenty of eyewitness accounts as well. Yeah, Nepal's airline safety record is pretty poor, and the country also has some of the world's toughest terrain and rapidly changing weather conditions to navigate. But authorities say they've found the plane's black boxes and will use them, along with the eyewitness accounts that you mentioned, Claire, as part of the investigation. Australia isn't the only place battling flooding at the moment. California has been dealing with major flooding and 20 million residents are currently on flood watch as more rain, snow and wind hits. Yeah, if you've seen a TV news bulletin in the last day or so, you would have seen plenty of pictures of exactly what California is going through. Uh, At least 19 people have died in the storms. Uh, They've actually been ongoing since December. And what US weather officials say is that back-to-back storms across the weeks uh, mean that the ground is completely saturated and it just can't absorb any new rainfall, which really is a bit of a phenomenon that many Aussie communities are very familiar with. Uh, In recent days, several regions have received more than a month's worth of rain in just 24 hours, and that includes Santa Barbara, uh, which had a wet weather record uh, with 107 millimetres in just a day. Yeah, the whole state is suffering, but Governor Gavin Newsom says those in Monterey County and Merced County in the agricultural Central Valley region are disproportionately taking the brunt of the wild conditions. President Joe Biden has declared a major disaster and he's given locals access to federal aid. We've heard about this for a while now, but policymakers are bracing for a downturn this year. So we're starting to see some important economic data trickling down to us. Claire, the latest is results from a few well-known Aussie retailers. Yeah, strap yourself into a lot of important economic data Mm -hmm. this year. And the retailers are a really good way to get a bit of a grip on what's happening uh, outside of the official government data. And yesterday, the Super Retail Group, which owns Rebel Sport, uh, Super Cheap Auto and BCF, which is boating, camping and fishing, if you've seen any of their really catchy ads (laughs) on TV. Uh, Yesterday, they told investors that its profits for July to December will probably be about 20% higher than they expected. Uh, So that would see them fall over the 200 million mark. So uh, investors were very impressed by that. Uh, What that company and the analysts say is that it really shows that Aussies aren't cutting back on their spending uh, despite the interest rate hikes. And they also say that that's a situation that might continue into this year, uh, particularly if prices start to fall with China opening up, for example. Yeah, but that's not a theory that covers everyone. Baby Bunting, which is the country's biggest seller of prams and cots, is predicting a 59% slump in half-year profits on last year. It says it's continuing to struggle with high supply chain costs. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind 
wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. We mentioned this yesterday, Claire. The Critics' Choice Awards have been held and Aussie Kate Blanchett has backed up her win last week at the Golden Globes. Yeah, so she took out the award yesterday for Best Actress for Tar. Uh, She got pretty riled up, though, in her acceptance (laughs) speech. Uh, She really did stir things up. Uh, What she said is that the industry is a patriarchal pyramid uh, and that it promotes a televised horse race. She said that women particularly didn't need to be pitted against one another. Uh, But on to the winners. Uh, Another one was Brendan Fraser. He won Best Actor for Whale. Uh, And Jennifer Coolidge again. She won another prize for her iconic role in The White Lotus. Uh, Also Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is an Oscars favourite for Best Film. Uh, It's a really quirky movie. I loved it over the holidays. Uh, It scooped up four awards. And as we know, it's really all about the red carpet though. We're already working on recreating Natasha Lee makeup and if you want to take a peek at what we mean I'll pop a link to a gallery in our episode notes today. Claire I'm really happy to see this one. There's some good news out this year that Cluttercore is in vogue. (laughs) So just to explain Cluttercore is an interior design trend and it focuses on uh, this is the quote creating colourful and organised mess. (laughs) Uh, So really look at the Mary Kondo kind of scheme of doing things and it's sort of the opposite of that Uh, and look it's one of those things that if you're someone who did a bit of a spring clean over the Christmas Christmas holidays, if you cleaned out your wardrobe, uh, it's probably a bit of a reminder that maybe you didn't need to go to all that trouble. You could have hung on to a few things because the trend is that's what's hot in interior design. (laughs) Yeah, I never really cottoned on to the Marie Kondo, even though I really respect her work. So this is really great news for me. Squiz the day, Claire. What's something squizzes should keep an eye on? Well, I can tell you what we're not keeping an eye on, and that's Nick Kyrgios's first mm. Aussie Open match. That was meant to be on tonight. Uh, he withdrew with a knee injury yesterday, and he says that he's really devastated about that. So maybe we can turn our attention to something else, and it's International Mentoring Day. <laughs> I reckon that sounds pretty positive. It does. A good day to say thanks to someone who's helped you along the way or to tuck someone under your wing. And that's it for us this morning. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.